I'm ready. I got a beer. I pulled up. <laughs> I pulled up the the RuPaul's Drag Race season twelve wiki page. Oh, perfect. So you're ready. So do you know exactly why Sherry Pie is no longer eligible to become America's Next Drag Superstar? Uh, I can't remember the exact details. Oh, I'll give you the exact details. This is from Vulture right? from last month. Uh, Sherry Pye, whose legal name is Joey Gigliamelli, is accused <laughs> of former classmates at SUNY Cortland, an actress he worked with at a theater company in Nebraska, of posing as a casting director to get the young men to send him videos of them saying and doing degrading things on camera in various states of undress. That is why Sherry Pye, no one's fan favorite, but one of the strongest competitors of this season of RuPaul's Drag Race is no longer eligible to become America's Next Drag Superstar. Now, Stephanie Haas, what I want to know from you is, is this fair? Did Joey Gigliamelli get a raw deal? I mean, I would I would say, first of all, I'm surprised to hear you say that Sherry Pie is no one's fan favorite uh, because everyone I've spoken to about this has said, oh, it's too bad Sherry Pie is a sex criminal. Otherwise, she'd be killing it. Hold on. Why can't you do both? Um. Okay. Well, yeah. I guess otherwise they would feel good about cheering her on. But yeah, I actually do think it's fair. I think it's fair. I think uh, what she has been accused of doing is creepy and wrong. And um, I'm kind of surprised that they seem to have acted so quickly. Number one, I think Gigi Good is the fan favorite everyone thinks is going to win. Do you think that that was the case the entire season? Yes, because uh, because of the internet and Instagram. Yes, I would go with Gigi Good was the internet favorite to win. Uh, see, I was not following the, the Reddit discussions this year. My wife, two of her best friends are avid drag race uh, aficionados, and they are slightly younger, uh, maybe even closer to Gigi's age than my age. Therefore, they know what's going on in the real world <laughs> nah. well have you seen are you aware of sherry pie's age uh 48 no how, how old is sherry pie um, sherry pie's 27 she's like 27 yeah okay <laughs> okay let's go do you know why i wanted to talk to you about this i don't actually i can't wait to find i am a part of a small camp of people that do not think Sherry Pie should be eliminated from contention in RuPaul's Drag Race season 12. In fact, I believe that Sherry Pie should get a bye week for doing exactly what a drag queen is supposed to do if you care at all about the history of drag queens. Oh, you because she's being a degenerate? Yes. The <laughs> yes, 100%. The second most famous drag queen of all time is famous Probably for eating shit. Mm-hmm. Without Divine, it's you could just say that RuPaul doesn't even exist in our mind's eye. Like you, it might oh, not happen. Wait, Divine ate shit. Yeah, Divine was only hurting herself. The entire point of drag is what. By the way, I'd like to point out that I'm a straight white male, and <laughs> Stephanie is a. <laughs> This is a straight white woman. And now we are going to define track. Um in 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 a broad sense. In a I broad would say sense, what is the point? Subverting expectations, subverting uh norms of society. Exactly. Sherry Pie 
come on. That's what this is. That's exactly what that is. I should have expected this of you. <laughs> Why? <laughs> okay. Of course you're going to take the troll position. This is not the troll answer. Okay, so this is why this season of Drag Race, I am enjoying way more than I thought I would. That being said, almost every season of Drag Race that isn't All-Stars, I'm never looking forward to. And then by like season, by sorry, by episode like three or four, I'm like, I'm hooked, I'm in. But this is the first season in, I don't know how long, where I'm watching Untucks like right away. Not just like when there's nothing else to watch. Does that make sense? Yeah, I do think these are, like, this is an interesting group of people to watch. And um, I think the biggest reason why... Across the entire product. <laughs> ...is because at the start of every episode of RuPaul's Drag Race and Untalked, in light of recent developments in Sherry Pie's statement, Sherry Pie has been disqualified from RuPaul's Drag Race. That's on screen before every single episode, reminding you of, yes, Sherry Pie is probably going to go in advance to the top four. But we haven't filmed that yet. Also, she's eliminated. And it makes you want to just think about, like, okay, why was she eliminated? What did they do that is so bad that they can't run the drag queen reality show? I seriously don't understand. Go ahead, please. I I understand what you're saying. But also, like, the, the, the example that you have given is someone who did something for their art. And Sherry Pot not catfish people, get them to jerk off for her for art. Well, that's a better question. What's art? I would say not your own personal spank bank. Okay, then you've just eliminated all of hair metal. That hair metal as a genre to you is <laughs> just should not exist. No, other people are seeing that. No one was seeing these videos that Sherry was soliciting. So if it's a private and she piece wasn't of soliciting art, them in character. Okay, Sherry pretended to be someone else to get something that she wanted. That's what she did, and that's why she's eliminated. Every single drag performance is someone portraying themselves to be someone else to get the dollars. Like, that's the goal. You have no deception there. The whole point? No, it's exactly deception. <laughs> That's why it's great. It's not, no, it's an illusion. It's not deception. Okay, so now it's a. Are we talking about illusion versus deception? I think that's part of the the crucial difference here for me. I'm pretty indifferent to Sherry Pie as a drag queen. Like, it's not my cup of tea. Um, I am uh, loving Heidi in Heidi and Closet, one of the worst drag names of all time. Oh yeah, Heidi and Closet. Probably not going to win, most likely going to win most Miss Congeniality. Am I crazy? I would be very surprised if she didn't. Okay. It seems like everybody loves her. I love her because she hits all the tropes. Like she's learning, she's figuring out who she is. Let's say Heidi was one of the people that was, uh, that fell into Sherry Pie's trap of jerking okay. off on camera for a casting director, <laughs> fake casting director. <laughs> How do you think Heidi and Closet would react to this? I don't think I can speak for Heidi on that front. Okay. Uh, and I think that's actually a really important question because the people who were affected by this spoke up. They didn't, I mean, I guess I haven't followed up and found out, like, is this the result that they wanted? But they said something because it upset them. And I think you need to hashtag believe victims of drag queens 
if we're going to care about the victims of drag queens, we're never going to watch another drag show ever again. <laughs> or comedy or film or anything. Sure. Yeah. Because we're putting Sherry Pie... The way they have this thing, that this, that essentially this warning before every episode of Drag Race, almost puts Sherry Pie in like the Louis C.K. level of creep. Of like, Louis C.K. literally... Not literally. Louis C.K. figuratively held people's careers down because of his behavior. Sherry Pie convinced five dudes to jerk off for him and and over email. He's just like a good fisher. The season's not canceled. The season's still airing. She's still got eyeballs. She's still going to have fans who don't care to do the research or like you don't care about the results when they do do the research. A newfound appreciation <laughs> due to my research. She won't be able to film the, what, the, the social distance finale that they're forced to film in some cavernous studio. Like, what is what is what is the finale going to look like that she's going to miss anyway? It's not going to be what we're used to. That's absolutely true. And that, once again, makes the season so much more interesting. But what I want to know is, what's the actual benefit for these drag queens now because um, the not the entire like money ecosystem of drag queens but I'd say a large portion of the drag queens that have appeared on RuPaul's Drag Race make their money performing at Prides doing those tours and live shows and yeah. they're gone <laughs> and yeah um, things a company uh that I was the editor for, like we would th- like throw the pride party. So like I ended up dealing with a, probably like a dozen, if not more of RuPaul's drag race Queens, like as soon as the show wrapped, because pride for most cities are like last weekend in May or the first weekend in June, roughly when RuPaul's drag race, whatever season wraps up. So you, th- you bring up an interesting point. Like in 2021, if things are back to normal, will Sherry pie be at any of these prides or Will this disclaimer, rather than just like eliminating her like a one-off like they did for Willem a handful of seasons ago, when Willem was eliminated because he was breaking the rules, has this completely fucked Sherry Pie's career up? I'm not saying, and also if it did fuck her career up, like that's on her. Yeah, I mean, I think I think we'll have to see. We'll have to see what her reaction is like. I don't know how she has been behaving in the ensuing weeks since it came out i know when it when it first came out she made a statement about how she was going to or she had been seeking help um so you know we'll see if she seems to make real amends uh or if that even matters by the time we're allowed to go in bars again maybe no one will care uh but i do think this is very much in line with um like the sort of mission statement of the show. Like the, okay, so what is the, the mission statement mission of, the of the show? The mission of the show? Well, I wouldn't say on a real level, but like kind of on a superficial level is to find the next RuPaul. Okay. And I say it's on a superficial level because like obviously RuPaul does not want to be replaced by right now, but RuPaul is, as he has said, a motherfucking marketing genius. Yes. <laughs> And RuPaul wants someone who can play the game. RuPaul wants someone who can do all the things and, like, like I said, play the game. Like, he wants someone with a squeaky clean image to the extent that it is possible. He doesn't want this cloud this is, this hanging over This bums me out so much because one of my favorite drag queens 
of all time on the show is Sharon Needles, who's like pretty much an open drug user in and around the show. My absolute favorite drag queen of all time is Katya, who like the reasons why we love Katya is the redemption story. Like Katya was addicted oh, yeah. to crack like what eighteen months ago, like in this administration. Like took yeah. a turn for the worse while they had a vice show that World of Wonder was producing. I love Katya just as much, if not more, for not being perfect. That's the whole premise of this thing. So why couldn't they just give Sherry Pie the like, hey, we found out this allegation. Let's give Sherry Pie the redemption story. And if they could come back from this, like, they deserve it. You know what I mean? Because there's a difference between drag fandom and being a drag race television star. And Sherry Pie has not earned the love of fans in that way. Like, And also, like Katya's relapse happened... I want to say after All Stars, right? That's correct. The most recent relapse happened. Uh, the 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 um, sorry the, the the documentary that her cohort had uh, is re- the new one on Netflix came out last year. It's like during that time. So was it 2018? Was it as recently as 2018? I that feels. I'm talking right. about the Trixie Mattel documentary, by the way. I have not. I assumed I haven't watched it yet. It's on my list. Shockingly great. That's what I, I didn't even know about it, and I saw I, I ran across something on the internet that said found this shockingly great documentary about a drag queen. Um, but yeah, I, like would Katya be on? I don't know. I don't. I don't think that's comparable enough because Katya has been a fan favorite for so long and was sober when she became a fan favorite, and then you know it's complicated. It's like Sharon Needles was a fan favorite while clearly not being sober. Oh, yeah. I don't think you literally need to be squeaky clean, but you need to be... I mean, Sharon Needles also kind of fell from grace, right? Like, Sure. Hear me out. I think that Sharon Needles has the full support of the RuPaul Industrial Complex. I don't. She no, you're absolutely... Spin-offs. You're 100% correct. But I think it's like the third to the last challenge every single season. They essentially, they do that thing with Fortune uh, and the, the very funny man that was on 30 Rock, and they play cops and uh, the drag queens essentially play hookers. Is that, do you remember this? Yes. Okay. That was a, that was a good, that was a good segment. It's a good it segment. A good it's, it's been on for like, this is season 12. I want to say like 10 seasons. Like it's, it's always part of the show. Wait, what? Yeah. It's, it, they consistently have them play hookers throughout the seasons. Like, oh, I thought you meant specifically with Fortune and. Um, no, no, no. I, and that musical theater man. Yes, but they always they always joke about prostitution. Uh, it's always been part of the show. Yeah. Why is when someone's actually doing it <laughs> and tricking people, it's bad? Because RuPaul is trying to make that money and sell drag to the masses. Oh, it's so and disappointing. He's succeeded. Did you listen to RuPaul on t- uh, Fresh Air with Cherry Gross? No, because I'm not big fan of terry gross love terry gross this is from uh about a week maybe two weeks into the global pandemic uh the guardian actually listened closely uh in an interview with npr's terry gross and her show for a share the irony gross asked rupaul about the 60 acres of land he owns in wyoming oh no 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 no, Sixty thousand acres rupaul corrected gross that's like a national park gross explained what are you doing with them do you have like Horses, cattle, a ranch farm. RuPaul went on to explain that, quote, modern ranch, 21st century ranch is really land management. Land manage, at least the way he's doing it, the, the quote's over, is to, quote, lease the mineral rights to oil companies and sell water to oil companies. And then you lease the grazing rights to different ranchers. RuPaul's uh, fracking. <laughs> uh, there's a, people are fracking on RuPaul's ranch, and he's benefiting from that. 
I thought that was his husband's ranch. They're married. They're recently married. Um, Fuck off. For tax reasons. Uh, so they can share that sweet, sweet, fracking <laughs> money. <laughs> so what I want to know is, does this bother you at all? Uh, is that what that means? Yes. They're doing fracking. Oh, boy. Yeah, I don't like that. I thought, I just assumed, I know his husband lives out there and they see each other, you know, <laughs> whatever. Ideal marriage. Um, this is your, so your version of an ideal marriage is pretty much a global pandemic. You see each other via FaceTime uh, once no, a no, week. I mean, I, actually, now that my boyfriend is essential and I'm not, and so we can just hug once a week. It, no, it's terrible. It's <laughs> Uh, yeah, that bums me out. I just assumed his husband was out there you know, rustling cattle. But that's the thing. Like that... on my favorite Netflix show, The Ranch. Is that seriously your favorite Netflix show? Um, have I watched it all the way through? Yes. Who's done <laughs> more harm? No. Who's done more harm on for the globe? RuPaul, Sherry Pie, or Danny Masterson? Oh. Who's on The Ranch? I'm going to say rapist Danny Masterson. <laughs> The most good or the least good? I don't remember the question. Oh, I thought it was the least good. The least good, okay. Uh, and he did, he got, he got killed off in the ranch yes. for being a rapist. Yeah. If, seriously? In the ranch, they actually said, this guy's a rapist. Let's get him out of here. No, they, I mean, when it, when it came out that he was a rapist, got IRL, it. they killed his character. Okay. And his character died uh, valiantly. Really? Yeah, his character died at the hands of, uh, of um, his girlfriend's abusive ex-husband oh or ex-boyfriend something like yeah i like how that's the dark turn that i did not see coming and i, I realized i should have seen it coming because i knew i was going to bring yeah. that up the like, ranch cuts the brakes on his motorcycle and he goes off a cliff or something wow okay so <laughs> to me the story of the season should be rupaul's husband slash rupaul uh benefits from fracking i mean rupaul is Kind of a neoliberal shit. We know this. <laughs> yeah, that's what when I turn into Drag Race, I think, oh, my favorite neoliberal, RuPaul Charles. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that that's what's so complicated. Is like there's so much to admire about RuPaul, truly, and I have for most of my life. Um, but you know, he's also a wealthy middle-aged man in hollywood and so mm -hmm. isn't always like super connected to reality but also like probably has some opinions that are grounded in experience which are like get your money however you can get it because you don't know where it's coming from like it's drag is not necessarily a sustainable venture so i can see how like over time that would escalate into if we can frack let's frack while we can <laughs> you are really i don't think there's RuPaul could do anything. He'd be like, yeah, huge super fan. Perfect. Perfect human being. Sherry Pie has brought I did not. To this oh, household. that is not what I'm saying. No, that, I'm saying I I vaguely understand, but I also think like RuPaul kind of has bad politics. Okay. But is but is also like trying to get out the vote, like the entire theme of this season is like America and getting out the vote. Like it's just, it's this very politics 101 thing like we got a you know aoc was a judge on this 
past week's episode. Like it, it's, I don't know, it's super weird. It's this, yeah, this superficial political involvement while also fracking. I don't know, what kind of a person is that? Yeah, that's right. Sherry Pie should be in the race, and we should all be talking about RuPaul fracking. The like, it's not complicated. Sherry Pie convinced idiots to jack off. Yeah, I'm fucking victim blaming because you jacked off on camera for Sherry Pie. You didn't do basic googling. You're just jacking off all the time. They thought they were jacking off for a lady. <laughs> Wait, you... do we know if? Do we know if Sherry Pie's victims? Do we know their their sexual orientations? Uh, no. <laughs> because I know. Well, here's why I ask. Because I know that um, that at least in a couple of the stories I heard that she was pretending to be a woman. Okay, she was pretending so to be a female casting director, and so I do wonder if there's any element of like, oh, I found out I was jerking off for a guy and oh of a girl. yeah, okay. Yeah, that's an interesting interesting thing. Which makes me think that Sherry Pie belongs in the show even more. Because she's <laughs> out here taking down bigots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly why. Look, in a show in a show that is like strictly about drag, that yeah. is like non judgmental about drag and isn't about the business of drag. The business of mainstreaming drag. Mm -hmm. Does Sherry Pie stay in? A hundred percent. But in this VH1 universe, is hundred one hundred percent. Where RuPaul has a convention that yuppie children go to. A hundred percent. She's got to go. <laughs> um, I would like to point out two things about this thus far the majority of uh my thoughts about this i've processed through brian moylan he's the writer for vulture about this a uh, former you mean oh, sure. everybody guest so whenever there's a conversation about this stuff i email him like am i crazy here and he's like no no, no you're not crazy i understand it blah, blah blah here's what's going on and i get it and i understand oh but we should also make it clear that they're donating whenever sherry wins which happens to be a few times already uh they donate five thousand dollars to the trevor project which, I did not make that connection until my friend Alyssa pointed it out. Mm -hmm. I was like, what is happening where they are just like, due to the situation? Yeah. So <laughs> did one of the guys that jacked off for Sherry Pie commit suicide? And if not, why that? Uh, the Trevor Project is a worthwhile charity. It's nothing against the Trevor Project here. But it's just like, that seems kind of odd. Like, because like you said earlier, the whole point of the season is like, get out the vote. It's like, we donated $5,000 to like rock the voter or some voter registration bullshit. It's something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> One of the weirdest parts. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't have a good explanation for this one. Uh, I do think it looks better to donate to an LGBTQ cause than a get out the vote cause. Oh, well, I completely agree. Uh, they should donate it to a pro-fracking cause, which is RuPaul's Drag Race Season 13. Fuck it, we're going to frack. <laughs> what I want to know... Oh, God, I can't believe RuPaul is doing fracking. What I want to know is... What do you want to know? How difficult is it for these editors to 
uh, recut this season because Sherry Pie was such a large part of the first episode. Because and I'm pretty sure Sherry Pie won that episode. And no, no, I, I apologize. He won episode three. Uh, so Sherry Pie, uh, if this was any other season, would be on screen all the time. Uh, we're seven episodes in. Uh, she already has two wins. She was in the top two on the uh, second week. How, they're cutting around her in a way where, like, it's damn near perfect. Now, I want to know how they're doing this. If they had to go back, are there certain storylines that just were non-existent before it? It's really one of these things where, like, I'm more fascinated with the behind the scenes of this season than any other season, and it's the one season we're probably going to hear the least about due to, you know, a global pandemic. Yeah, and I do wonder, I mean, even even the fact that I started this saying she's doing really well, she she would be more highly regarded were she not a sex criminal. Uh, is, is that colored by the fact that she can't do well? Exactly. Am I, am I looking at her elimination and saying, oh, it's, it's such a shame when really she's just sort of mediocre? I don't know. Yeah, like the I'd say that the storyline that's been played up the most, at least through the first six episodes of the season, was Britta versus Aiden and Zane. Uh, Aiden yeah. is your small town queen that's kind of doing a like a kind of trying to do like a Sharon Needles Alaska thing, not doing it well. And Britta is twenty nine. Britta is uh, the New York performer of the year who thinks that they're amazing and it's not going well. Um, and that storyline kind of got boring within one episode, but it played out for like five episodes. So does this episode even exist? Like, does this arc even exist in any other season if they don't have to cut out one of the leaders? That's a great question because immediately the next week, the other half of that feud is gone. Exactly. Like it's so fucking boring. That being said, super loving this season. Um, who are you pulling for? We're about halfway through. Who are you pulling for uh, to actually win this thing? I don't know if I. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a winner yet. I am actually just genuinely enjoying watching a yeah. lot of these queens. I also love Heidi. Um, I think Jada Essence Hall is great. Jada's been very close to like not perfect, but even when Jada Jada is one of the most realistic queens ever on this in this show's history where like she's like yeah i am not gonna win this challenge if i could skate through fucking awesome <laughs> yeah she's great it's so <laughs> rare she's beautiful she's like clearly a professional yes uh, yes and she just kind of doesn't seem to let shit get to her which is like, super she knows rare when the game is being played and she's just Let's it pass by. Now, she's from Milwaukee. You're from Wisconsin. Do you feel like the Brewers and Jada Essence Hall have a lot of qualities in common? Um, I mean, I would say that Jada Essence Hall is the Kristen Yelich of Drag Race. Absolutely. <laughs> That's fun. That's fun. We all miss baseball. I miss baseball so much. Um, I almost got a police station. Did you really? I didn't, but I had it in my cart. Oh, wow. Uh, if I had to put um, money down, I would say Gigi Good is the favorite, but I'd be 100% happy with Jan, Jada, or Heidi winning. Do you think that Gigi looks like Violet Chachki as played by Morgan McMichaels? Ooh. Yeah. 
the more approachable Violet Chachki. Oh yeah, yeah. By the way, I got an email today around 5 p.m. that Violet Chachki's uh, tour has been postponed until September. So just a heads up, if anyone was planning, uh, the dates have been moved to September. Oh my god! <laughs> We're not going outside. Are Let's you? How are you handling the global pandemic that is Sherry Pie being unduly written out of season 12 of Drag Race slash the coronavirus? I mean, I am watching a lot more uh, fashion photo review than I was a month and a half ago. I'll tell you that. Are you looking forward to the, like, is it going to be a closed set finale? Are they going to do it over, like, SNL over the weekend? Like, how the fuck are they going to pull this shit off? I keep thinking about this and I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be like the um, the reunions that they sometimes do. I feel like they don't. Well, no, the earlier seasons, they just sort of did the, re, they, they did the onset, did the normal like And they still do onset for all stars. And then they did the reunion. Yeah, and they still um, do onset for all stars. Oh yeah, they do. But no but one is six feet apart and <laughs> There's not... Right, because they do the group lip sync. Exactly. Like, yeah, they could. I could see a world where they do a reunion, although it would be pretty bad. I don't know. I mean, the, I, I'm sure you saw this, but the WWE just got named an essential business by the state of Florida. So can Drag Race be named an essential business? Well, if RuPaul <laughs> keeps fracking, the answer is going to be yes. Is that why RuPaul is fracking? <laughs> so that the governor of Montana will... Uh... Yeah. So she could curry favor with the governor of Montana. <laughs> Fly everybody out there. I'm not in charge of VH1, but hear me out, uh, people uh, from VH1 that are still listening to half an hour into this bullshit. Um, <laughs> why not air uh, a new episode of Drag Race Friday and then the next Friday air that untucked about that episode to stretch out this season for like six more weeks? until well i mean it feels too late to start doing that why everything is up in the air why not like these editors are amazing on Talk on TV? they do sh- i thought I they thought do they, show they show here's yeah, the thing I think they do show it. so let's just stretch this out there's been drag races seasons that were super successful and popular so what they did was like they would add a special episode of like the fake newscast because people just wanted it so bad and it bought another week of programming why not do this it already exists and that way hopefully fingers crossed the actual like live elements of the finality could happen yeah and they've done like the um the shows of the the audition tapes and stuff exactly i'm sure yeah i'm sure they could cobble something together but but like how long can they realistically put this off like when is the finale supposed to be so that's the thing this isn't wrestlemania this isn't the nhl the nba mlb or nfl it's season 12 it's not season 2020 why if this if, if we're not back together in a room for another year fine then that's the finality that's the beauty of this show they could do whatever the fuck they want let's make it different let yeah we're gonna have a nine month waiting period where these three queens are going to essentially campaign for your votes and then once oh. we could all get together <gasps> we're doing it do you think do you think vh1 caused the pandemic so that the they could they could stage this campaigning for your vote thing with their voting themed season? 
No, Vince McMahon started the global pandemic because I don't know if you noticed this. Uh, WrestleMania was uh, previous WrestleManias were added on ESPN for the three weeks leading up to WrestleMania. Uh, they're on NBC and they have their own network. They're on all and so they're on Disney Plus. They're on NBC. <laughs> They're on Fox. They got their own network. Vince McMahon started the global pandemic. And that's what I wanted to talk about with Sherry Pie. <laughs> Wait, what about Disney Plus? Oh, uh, Disney Plus is ESPN is the same company. Oh. Yeah. So uh, how are you as a human being right now over the last, I don't know how you're in Chicago. I'm in DC. This really hit around March Eleventh, twelfth, thirteenth, around then. So it's been about a month. How are you handling it? Uh, I am mostly okay. Losing my mind a little bit, I would say. Uh, I live alone with my cat. Um, I go outside about once a week. Uh, as I said, my boyfriend is essential. He works at a screw factory. Uh, so we now is that a euphemism yeah. because we're talking about drag race, or he? It's an actual screw factory. It's an actual screw factory. That sounds very boring. Could that Screw Factory host the finale of Drag Race season twelve? I, you know what? I'll I'll ask him about it. Thank it you so much. Sound like a very environment, but this is this is a good cause. RuPaul's essential. Yeah. So I don't I don't see anyone. I see him once a week. We sit on opposite ends of the couch. I go to Zoom birthday parties like everyone else. Oh, that sounds. I go sad. to Zoom circus classes. I go to Zoom work meetings. Man. Are you worried about your job? No. That's good. Uh, I mean, my job is self-funded by a millionaire plumbing heiress. Um, is that also a use of optimism because we're talking about Drag Race Season 12? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> cool. <laughs> it's a reference to an upcoming challenge. You'll get it when it happens. <laughs> uh, are, are you afraid that someone you know... This isn't like a, I, I know have information that you don't, but someone that you know might either fall off a wagon or uh, commit suicide because of uh, the isolation. That's a great question. Um, I think I, not in that severe of terms. Good. Uh, I think anybody that I would be worried about on that level isn't alone. Good. I don't know a lot of people who are isolating alone, but I definitely like, you know, the people who are struggling with mental health issues are struggling more, and the people who are struggling with addiction are struggling more. Um, you know, it, it seems to be amplifying everything. Are you happy with your governor and mayor's performance during this global pandemic slash sherry pie controversy? Oh my God, Brandon! This is the this is this is this is the moment. This is, I am. I mean, I do not like our mayor slash my neighbor. Um, yeah, how close is? I, I know that the her. mayor lives in Logan Square. How close is she to your house? I'll, I'll walk you over. Uh, let's Thanks. See. Um, next time you're here, four blocks at the most. Wow, that's close. You know where you know where uh, my Walgreens is? Yeah. Uh, about one block past that. Wow, that's too close. Yeah. <laughs> um, but by okay, but our governor, uh. Why is a billionaire doing good things? I am so confused. Me and all of my friends are looking at this dude who we did not want to vote for, who we were like, this guy is just buying the election. And now every day he 
he does a little speech about how we got to get people out of prison and pay everyone more money. Cool. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. I he like your... ran on this social justice platform and he's actually doing it. Yeah. I, uh, I miss Chicago. Uh, I am, I, I'm glad I'm not there though. <laughs> not because yeah. of that, but because of the space. Like it's a lot easier to not like to go outside every day in Washington DC and not touch or see anybody. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. There's still a normal amount of people. Well, I mean, maybe it's slightly less than usual, but yeah, I think, I think where I'm at is definitely more dense than your house that I've looked at. On Do you think that you're viewing day. this season of RuPaul's Drag Race any differently because of the global pandemic slash Sherry Pie controversy? That's a good question. Um, I don't know. I would say if anything, I'm, I'm both weirdly more and less engaged. Like, I think I'm more engaged because now I, now it's like an activity that I can do with friends. Um, yeah. yeah. Or that I force myself to do with friends you know like obviously before there's always the the go out to a gay bar or watch it with everybody and get excited option um but now it's now it's on house party or on zoom or whatever um so it's a thing we can do other than just staring at each other's faces on a screen uh but also because i'm just spending all my time looking at screens now i'm finding myself paying less attention um oh that's interesting a lot of the a lot of the queens are are falling to the wayside for me. Like um, Crystal Method and even Jan until recently, who I, I know you just said you loved. Um, you know, there's there's these queens who I think like ordinarily might have jumped out to me more, but now I'm just like I'm I'm having a lot more trouble focusing on whatever I'm watching. That's fascinating. So um, I'm now a dad, and. Uh, so the TV's rarely on in the house. Like it's not on when he's awake and he's awake from roughly like seven to seven, sometimes longer, sometimes earlier. And once you hit that point, you're just super tired and you have to be in bed by like 11 or else your next day is like, fuck. So like TV's on at most for two hours a day. So everything is very appointment viewing for us. And because of that, I'm enjoying everything so much more. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. So are you... Are you trying to keep him away from screens? Is that what that's happening? Yeah. It, we, well, he doesn't care that much. Um, the only thing that he would like kind of when he was a little younger, he would like to watch football because of the, the way the green looked on the screen and the movement. Uh-huh. But he doesn't care. And, like, and we'll show like we'll have Drag Race on when he's awake. Like the, we usually watch it the next day. And he's pretty into it for like three minutes and then he's indifferent. Um, we'll watch uh with Katya and pretty indifferent he likes it a little bit more because it's fast but like that's it like he does he does not watch tv so like we just don't have tv on because we're just like kind of making sure he doesn't get a concussion that's like the entire like life right now so um because of that i am so looking forward to drag race because you take away sports and i've said this for years drag race is a sport but you take away most conventional sports this is all there is. It's it's this and, and fake fighting, which I also love, but my wife hates, even though this, even though WWE is like way more homoerotic than RuPaul's Drag Race, but whatever. Um, yeah, I'm so enjoying this season and I'm enjoying it because like, I'm also afraid that this is going to be the last ever season. Um, not for RuPaul for acting reasons, but just like if production is shut down for, I don't know, like let's say two years, will the appetite 
be there for RuPaul to even want to do this shit. And I don't know the answer to that. So I'm enjoying this as like this last gasp of um, the old the old ways. Oh, and wow. I'm really, I'm not afraid of it, but like we, the way we view sports is going to be quite different. Like you were literally in, was it Arizona? Yeah. You were literally in Arizona for spring training. And then like by the time you like got off the plane, it had been canceled or something like that, right? Yeah, that was uh, very depressing. Yeah. So you clearly like baseball and now baseball might exist. The 2020 version, the most likely way it exists is in like one part of Arizona and all the teams are like quarantined and they play in closed facilities and they don't even use the dugout and they have to sit in the stands six feet apart and they're seven inning games. Like that's very, very different than a 40,000 seat stadium. Yeah, I do. I mean that's that's interesting. I think uh, I think you are right to sort of savor these last grasps of normality when you can. Um, but I do think a show like Drag Race actually has the potential to continue. Like number one, it is so joyous when it wants to be. Oh yeah. Uh, so I think it's I think it is great post pandemic viewing or even like escapist viewing. How many of us? got into drag race uh because we were super depressed it was the only thing that made us feel better oh for sure apparently aoc as she admitted on this last week's episode i would like to point uh, out that was that was not on the episode that was a during on yeah that was my favorite thing that was on the entire untalked by the way jan it really shines for me in untalked as an aside but the reason why i like aoc is you throw politics away I used to be a bartender. She used to be a bartender. And I believe that every public servant should have been a bartender at one point in their life because they understand society in a way you don't get unless you work in a bar. You're a comic. You've done shows in a bar. That counts. You know what I mean? As long as you've worked in a bar in some capacity, you understand reality in a slightly different, more nuanced way. AOC did. That's why I like her. I like that she brought up like, it was not that long ago. And if you have that in your head the entire time, you're going to act differently. Uh, and for years, I always thought like, no matter what, uh, my backup plan is I'll be a bartender. But now there aren't bars. Yeah, it really sucks. Are you drinking more than you used to? Yeah. Not as much as other friends, but it's definitely, I mean, when, when my boyfriend comes over, he'll bring some beer or we'll order some, and then I tend to have one or two a night. Uh, That's nothing. At some point, like, I know, but, you know, usually I waver between, you know, usually I'm like, I'll, there will be a night a week where I have two or three, and the rest of the time I'm drinking nothing, or mm-hmm. I'm sober for months at a time. Yeah. Now I, like, I can't, I can't do enough things yesterday i like read a book or you know i read some of a book that i'm reading and i uh started a yale course about the psychology of happiness and i cleaned my windows and i uh practiced guitar and i you know video chatted with a friend for a while like and then i then it was 3 p.m like there's i can't find enough things to do so yeah, at a certain point, I'm like, well, let's crack a beer and speed this up. Have you gone to the roof? You you are on the top floor of a building that has roof access. Are you okay to go up there? Uh, I'm okay to go up there, but we have not had very good weather. Okay, so I, I haven't been. We've we've been maxing out at like 60 degrees, which uh, is fine for walking around, but not for yeah 
hanging out outside. But I would, okay, here's the thing. I would like to go back to the future of Drag Race for just one moment. Oh, absolutely. And I think this is important to remember for the future of TV in general. I think Drag Race could survive because it seems very cheap to produce. Oh, yeah. They don't need anything. <laughs> like, they need a studio. They need outfits from Paul. Everything else the contestants provide. And that is going to be hugely important when we come back. Like, they're going to be looking for cheap, easy things to produce. You're 100% right. And and the good thing about Drag Race is you could probably shoot an entire season in like 15 days, edit it for another 15, and get like oh, yeah. 15 weeks of content in a really yeah, and they nice do. way. Yeah, they, they, they do shoot in like two or three weeks. Every episode is, you know, it's, it's a week, but it's like I think two days of shooting and then yeah. a day off or something. I'm enjoying this. I'm I'm enjoying Top Chef for similar reasons. Um, Top Chef LA. Do you watch Top Chef? No, I don't think I've ever seen that. Doesn't matter if you do or not. It's on Bravo, um, and it's great because I love the restaurant industry, uh, and it like it will never, it will not recover from this. It's going to look completely different, <laughs> and it's this weird, wonderful time capsule, and I'm glad i'm getting to watch it and that's what worries me <laughs> and yeah i am really afraid that like nothing is going to survive except these corporate chains and restaurant conglomerates which brings us back to rupaul fracking and now it makes sense yeah rupaul is the only drag queen that will survive and 